Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. So today I'm sharing with you about speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. You need to develop yourself as a Christian by speaking in tongues. Amen. I said you need to develop yourself as a Christian by speaking in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, look, more than 80% of your life has not been attended to. I'm telling you. Are you here? Yeah. It's very very important. What is tongues? Tongues is a language that God is is heavenly language. You don't learn it, you cannot be taught. But it's promised to every Christian. Turn your Bible with me to Acts chapter 2. I'm trying. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Can we read those who've been to school? We are reading from verse number 36 to 38 or 39. When we get tired, we want to do this very shortly because look, if you don't pray, it is it that we are going into December. Festivities are coming. People are expecting to have accident. People are expecting to backslide. People are, there's so many things, but by not you in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put in your hands. The weapons that would deliver you from every plan and the ploy of the enemy against your life. Hallelujah. Yeah, some of you, you don't pray, but this season it will not be so. Every January, you, it's like you need to start your Christian life. Resuscitation. You become born again, again. But it will not happen this season in the name of Jesus. Hey! Are you there? Okay. So, can we read Acts chapter 2, verse number 36? It says, this is when Peter preached. Okay, Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. And Bible said the hearts... The people who stood there, their hearts pricked them. And they asked, men and brethren, what can we do? And it talks about, this says, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the disciples or apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? See, when you hear a preaching that affects you, you need to always ask. Come to the pastor and ask, Pastor, the word you preach was powerful. It felt like you were talking to me. What can I do? Many of you have heard word that it was like you were being spoken to, but you did not come and say, what can I do? This was my word. This was my word. The word I heard, it was like, Pastor, you were with me in my house. Everything was about me. What can I do? Because God, you see, 
sometimes you may think that oh, the pastor is just talking. No. God is speaking to you directly. God knows your name. He knows where you are coming from, what you are involved with, and what uh, you need to do to come out. Amen. Amen. God knows that if you don't pray in time this season, you are, the devil will finish you. That's why you are going to develop yourself. Amen. Fantastic. Where are we? Have we finished with the 37? 38. Then Peter, what shall we do? What, what men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Tell somebody, Repent. repent. Tell another person, Have you repented? So when you hear a preaching, you need to repent. Amen. Amen. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the... You shall receive the gift of the... You don't receive the gift before you repent. He said, when you repent, when you repent, okay... So those who get born again but don't receive the Holy Spirit, they, don't, they have not repented. So sometimes the person has go, gotten born again, he goes, they pray for the person, doesn't receive the, it means still, the person has not repented. Hey. That is why it's never, it's never the one praying for you, it's the one who is being prayed for. Because if you don't repent, it's not my fault. So sometimes you come here, you've lifted your hand, and as you are even going, you are thinking, hey, am I very sure I want to do this? Hey. Oh, I should have waited next week. Hey. Would this, you, you have not, you see, but you need to repent. Bible says that when you repent, are you there? Yeah. In the name of Jesus, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the the next one, the gift of the Holy Spirit. It includes, I will, I will be sharing with you very soon, the gift of the Spirit. And I will not just share it, but it will manifest in operation. Those of you who have not seen vision before, be ready. Those of you who have not had dreams before, some of you, you have not seen an angel before, just be ready when we come to that aspect also will manifest. Can we read the church church tonight together? One, go. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. So he said, and when you repent, you shall receive what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. And he says that this gift is a promise unto you, unto your children, unto your children's children, unto even those who are afar off, as many as the Lord shall call, or as many as they will be born again, that as many as will come to church and accept Jesus Christ. Amen. So, the gift of the Holy Spirit, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, okay, that allows everyone to see that you have received a gift from God. It's speaking in tongues. Now, 
one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is also dreams. Now you need to sleep before you can have a dream. So we cannot allow you to go and sleep and come and tell us your dream. Are you understanding that? But when we come to speaking in tongues, that one you don't need to go and sleep. It's instant. We can all see. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Whether you've had a dream or vision, we cannot be sure. We cannot be sure. Even when vision is also instant, but we cannot be sure. But when you are speaking in tongues, and it's not your, your dialect, it's not your local language. It's not a language that you have learned. Everybody here is saying, no, that this, that the person is speaking is something else. It's not English, it's not Zulu, it's not Kosa, it's not uh, what? Tonga, it's not Sutu, it's not any of it. A language that you've not learned and you are speaking that it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, and God desires for you to have that gift. That is why he said, and, and the promise, the promise is unto you and to your children, and to your children's children, to everyone is even afar off. So you are not too far for God to give you a gift. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody you are not far for the gift of God. All you need to do is to be born again. Hallelujah. Because that is what Peter said. He said, look, the guy said, what shall we do? He said, you need to repent. When you repent, then you shall receive, okay, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he explained that the gift. So that is why up to now we speak in tongues. It is not only for the apostles. It is not only for those in the uh, uh, Bible era. It's not only for the disciples or the apostles who move with Jesus. He said, it's for you, for your children's children, even those who are far off. How else? Can we be here, south of the south, in South Africa, very far from Jerusalem, also be able to speak in tongues? Because the promise is for those who are afar off. Hallelujah. It's not for those who are just near and on the day of Pentecost. No. It's for those who are even afar off. That is how come we also benefit and we also speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to uh, share with you quickly 10, 10 things. 10 of them quickly then we'll be speaking in tongues. What do you think? Yeah. So 10 reasons why you must speak in tongues. 10 of them quickly. 10 reasons why you must tell the person 10 reasons. I must speak in tongues. Number one, speaking in tongues is a promise to every believer. Amen. Speaking in tongues is not an option. To speak in tongues is not like when you like. So when a believer does not speak in tongues, you are doing something very wrong. Amen. Yeah, it is not like when you like. No. 
when you go to school writing exams and tests, it's not optional, even though you don't like it, but you don't have an option. You need to write it if you are going to be promoted and be given certificates. Amen. Mark chapter 16, verse number 16 and 17. Look at what Jesus said about speaking in tongues. Listen to this. He, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with what? New tongues. Amen. So, what shows that you believe is that you speak with new tongues. So, if you don't speak with new tongues, we are not sure whether you believe. Are you here? Yeah. We are not sure whether you believe. That is why when you go to every company, they give you an ID card or they give you, uh, what do you call it, appointment letter to assure you that you are appointed in this company. You are working for us. How many have been to uh, uh, UCT, the university, but you were not a student over there? It's not everybody who is in UCT is a student. If you are a student, you will be given a student card. I have been in CPUT. I have been to their library, their administration. I have gone to use their printers. I have done a lot of things, photocopied, but I am not a student. So, if you see somebody in church singing, dancing, it doesn't mean that a person believes and is a Christian. For instance, if somebody told you that if you see anybody with a big stomach, the person is pregnant. It's not everybody with a big stomach is pregnant. I'm sure this one you understand. So when you meet a man, some, some men, when you see them, you see that their tummy is more than nine months pregnant. They have a pot belly. And some ladies are not afraid of it. See that the belly goes before them. They can't see their belts. Sometimes... Sometimes, they, 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 because of the belly, the waist vanish. So, they put the belt over on the, 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 the waist become the stomach. So, if you go around and you see anybody, a man with a say the man is pregnant. No, it's not everybody with a stomach that is big that is pregnant. That is why Jesus said that, look, it's not everybody that say, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom. That's why he said that as many, those, these signs, a sign that shall follow them that believe. A sign that shall follow them that believe. Amen. Because so many people will come and say they are Christians. So many people can even come and deceive you that they are Christians. But Jesus said that, look, let me give you the sign. A sign that somebody is a Christian is not because a person is saying he's a Christian. But one of the signs that you believe I cast out demons not because I'm a pastor. In fact, the very first time I even uh, uh, exercised that authority to cast out demons, I wasn't even a pastor. I was just a Christian brother, that, a, a, a friend of mine. He was drunk. He went to sleep. And some spirit came to bite him. And I mean, in his sleep, and he got up. The teeth of the spirit were all on his body. I've not seen one before. You dream about something and you see, have you seen that thing? 
I thought he was dreaming. He said, no, something was fighting and biting him. And all his body, there were prints of the teeth of, I said, hey, what kind of, so I noticed that it, it wasn't just a dream. So I had to go and pray for this person to cast the, the it wasn't easy. I said, when he was looking at me like that, I said, hey, have I done something wrong? I was casting the spirit out, but I was also afraid. I don't know whether the spirit knew that I was afraid because I said, when he was looking at me like that, I said, hey, I was saying in my head, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> then at a point, the guy called my name. He said, I'm okay. No, knowing that it wasn't the guy, it was the spirit deceiving me. Hey! He said, okay, I'm okay, leave me alone. So I was stopping the casting out of the demons. Then something occurred to me that I should let him say Jesus. I said, say Jesus. I said, ah, the thing is not gone. The thing is not gone at all. Hey! So, we cast out devils also as a sign that we believe. Most of us don't believe. Because most of us even have demons in us that you are not casting out. Some of us, we are not even casting the demons that are in us. Demons of lust, of overeating, oversleeping, demons of laziness, demons of procrastination. There are a lot of demons that we don't cast out. All this, I'm not talking about demons today, but I'm showing you what you do when you believe. Man, most of us don't believe. But Jesus said that you cast out. If you see somebody casting out, the only thing is that he believes. He believes in God. He believes in Jesus. He believes in the Holy Spirit. It's a sign that you believe. And the next sign is that you what? Hello? What is the next sign that you believe? Yeah. You speak in tongues. Is there, are there people here who don't pray in tongues? If you don't pray, please, it's not, because uh, that's what I'm talking about. We are going to pray. Lift your hand, wave. Just wave. You don't pray in tongues. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Keep waving. Keep waving. You don't pray in tongues. Yeah. When we start, when you believe, when you receive Jesus Christ, all of you, you are supposed to. It's a sign that you believe. Amen. So it's a promise. Speaking in tongues, it's a promise to every believer. Not some believers. Not few believers. Not zealous believers. Not pastors. But when you believe in Jesus Christ as the son of God, you have been promised heavenly language to be able to speak to God the Father. Hallelujah. Can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. Number two, speaking in tongues helps you to pray according to the will of God. Now, what will you want to pray about? Some of you, you need school fees, you need dress, you need wig, you need accommodation, you also need wisdom. You also want to be clever. There's so many. You also even, you are 34 now. You also need a husband. There's so many things. You also need a job. Yeah. You also need your mother to stop drinking. You also need your father to behave well in the house. You also need your sibling to stop smoking and drink. There's 
when we list, you notice that you, you, the things you need to pray about is more than 120. The one concerning you is almost 50. <laughs> you, the, the topics. So what are you going to pray about? You see, the last time we spoke about how to pray to an important person, how to talk to an important person. You see, sometimes you meet some people that you are talking, you are chatting with. And, and sometimes you may think that maybe the, the, the person is, is not correct or something because you are talking about, then he talks about something else. Are, are, you, are you getting it? It's like we are talking about the school. Then suddenly it brings a topic on. They say, did you see the, uh, uh, the web? The, <laughs> then it's like, ah, what is happening? So, so what web? They say, they ask the, oh, the, the clothes was also green. The, the, so, you know, ah, the thoughts and the conversation is not coordinated. Do, do you understand? So sometimes you are talking to God. You are praying to God. God is talking to you about something. Then suddenly you say, God, I need, I need money, I need money. Oh! I mean, the conversation was going nice. The conversation was going nice. We are talking about your future. What you are going to do is going to anoint you. Then suddenly you say, I need money, I need money. It's not, oh, but this lady, is she okay? After you say, I need money, I need food. Then you say, okay, what about car? I don't also have... You have not finished even the first one. Do, do you understand? But when you begin to speak in tongues, you pray according to the will of God. You stay in the conversation. Hallelujah. You see this in Romans chapter 8, verse number 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Are you there? But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Groaning is sometimes you are praying in tongues. Eh, eh. You, yeah, you may think that you are joking. You are not joking. In the Spirit, it's more powerful than even the Kabata. Yeah, the one. Eh. Groanings which cannot be uttered. You cannot spell it. You cannot say it. Just, mm. But in the Spirit, you are made, you see, it's not part of your, even, even in some language, hmm, it, it, it means a lot. Even in a language, hmm, hmm, means a lot. Kabakataya bataya. Kabandoka bandaria shakataya Speaking in tongues. Tell you, with groanings, we cannot be uttered. With groanings, we cannot be uttered. You speak, you get to a place where you can. I'm telling you. Don't you I'm telling you. With groanings, we cannot be altered. If you have not been praying in tongues, I'm telling you, you will have missed an opportunity to pray according to the, to the will of God. Have missed an opportunity to communicate with God. Oh, I see you praying in tongues. In the name of Jesus. Number three. Speaking in tongues builds you up to become a strong and powerful Christian. Jude 20. Many weightlifters and macho men. 
exercise themselves always by lifting dumbbells, doing different uh, exercise to develop their biceps and triceps and other uh, part of the body. That's so why when you see them, some people they will do like this. Then you see them. Places have become. Do I have any macho man here? They have developed different. Sometimes they do like this. That you see that yeah, they, they they have exercised. But for you as a Christian, the way to exercise your spirit is not going to lift dumbbells. Can we read from Jude twenty? But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So when you pray in tongues, it's like you are exercising. You are lifting. You are developing yourself. So those who don't pray in the, in the spirit, some of you, you are, you are, you are like, uh, you are unfit. That's why demons like you. Because you are unfit, you are not healthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you are a weakling. There's no strength. You, 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 they can just, you can be blown away by anything. Even a demon can blow on you. You see that you are confused. Small thing, because you have not developed yourself. You are not confident. When you speak in tongues, you develop yourself to become strong and powerful Christian. Amen. Amen. How many want to be strong? Yeah. One day, a, a guy, his name was, is called uh, Livingston. He told me, he was coming to church, or I don't know, but he told me a story that there were scholars that were standing by a, a bus station. He was getting down. And the people, when you get down there, they will rob you. But this guy is, look at my height, but he's taller than me. So when he saw them, he, go, he was sitting, so the people were ready when he got down. And he stretched himself. The, the people noticed that Charlie, this is a wrong target. <laughs> they saw the height of the person and he has clenched a fist. They saw one look there, said, this one. <laughs> He will, if we try. You see, some of you, when demons are deciding about you, they don't think twice. Because they see that you are not strong. They say, oh, let's go and destroy. But when you pray in tongues, no proper demon would like to talk with your life. No proper demon would like to come around your education or your finance, your health. Because say, hey, this guy, he can easily disturb us. I see you becoming strong and powerful. Number four, speaking in tongues is talking to God directly in a language only he understands. Amen. You see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 12. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, but unto God. Amen. So when you are speaking in tongues, you are not speaking unto man, but what? Unto God. For no man understanded him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Amen. You know, when you speak in tongues, you are not talking to any man. You speak direct to God. All 
all the problems you, you have have come from a man, a friend, a sister, a brother. All your problems, your boss is from man. It's about time for you to talk to God. It's about time for you to communicate directly to God without any interference. Sometimes you are praying in tongues and you are talking to God about your future. Some of us, most of the problems we have is coming from your prayer. Because when you pray, you, you talk to God. You say, Lord, please help me. I'm growing old. I'm 32. I'm not married. Hey, please help me. Then the devil will hear it. So you, you say you want to get married. Okay. You will see. So sometimes your, your praying in your understanding gives the devil ideas of what you want to do. When you speak, Lord, please help me. Help me to save money. The devil says, you want to save money. Then he will, he will bring you more expenses. Lord, please, these pimples in my face, take it away. Say, hey, the lady, she doesn't like it. Let's bring her more of it. Because you don't pray enough. It's not like even as you are praying in your understanding, you are going to pray uh, for a long time. You pray for just, and you have already given the devil the secret what you want to do. Hey, how many have you've been there and you want to talk to somebody? You don't want the person by you to hear, so you change the language. Have you been there? Yeah. God doesn't want you to talk in a way that the devil will hear what you are talking about. That's when you got born again. He gave you a language. Now talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Don't let the enemy hear about it. Hallelujah. I see you talking to God directly. Amen. I said, I see you talking to God directly. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Ah! You are telling God secrets about your life. You are telling him my future. Oh Lord, about my husband, about my education. You are speaking in tongues. That's why when you pray in tongues a lot, things happen you don't even know when you prayed for. You pray about it in the spirit. Hallelujah. Number five, speaking in tongues gives you, gives your spirit opportunity to pray. Many of you and many of us, we don't pray in tongues as though you are just a flesh. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in this body. So if you have not prayed in tongues, yes, you can pray in your understanding and enter into the spirit. But a sure way to make sure that your spirit also has prayed is to pray in tongues. Amen. Amen. Yeah, if you don't pray in tongues, it means you have not exercised your spirit. You have not prayed with the, the actual you have not prayed. But when you are praying in tongues, what it means is that your spirit is praying. You see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 14. Are you there? For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit what? Prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. So, you can speak in tongues. When you are speaking in tongues, you see, that is when you begin to know that man is a spirit, he has a soul, and lives in a body. Because I can use my all three parts now. I can speak in tongues and think about something, or read, and also drive, or write. <laughs> so when I'm speaking in tongues, I'm using my spirit. 
when I'm thinking, I'm using my mind. And when I'm walking, I'm using my body. So you can see that the three distinct beings. Are you here? Because if you are speaking in tongues and it's your mind, you notice that when you are thinking, you need to stop thinking in order to think about something else. When you are speaking, you need to stop speaking in order to eat. Because it's the same mother you are going to use. But you can pray in tongues, you can think with your mind, and you can walk with your body. You can see that these are three different things, beings that are in operation. Are you here? Yeah? So, exercise your spirit and let the actual you pray. Number six, speaking in tongues makes your spirit pray based about things concerning you. Now, how many have gone to bed? You were going to bed very happy. You woke up. You were not sick, but you were also not happy. It has though You don't know what it is. You see, sometimes what you don't know is that this body doesn't know much about you. Because the actual you is your spirit. That's why before something happens, it happens in the spirit. If it has not happened in the spirit, it's not happened. Are you here? Yeah. So, to pray about things, the best way you need to pray in tongues. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 11. For that, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? So, which man knows the things of a man? Do you understand? Except the spirit of that man which is in him. So there are things about your life that you don't know. Only your spirit knows. That's why you can wake up and you, you, you are not sick, but you are not happy. Sometimes your spirit knows that, look, there is a lot of trouble ahead of you today. But the, the, the eyes have not seen. Your ears are bad. The spirit knows. Amen. Yeah, so when you don't pray in the spirit, you prevent your spirit that knows a lot about you to discuss so many important things about you. I see you praying in tongues. Number seven. Speaking in tongues makes you pray for a long time. You can pray for a long time. How many know that when you are speaking in tongues, you don't need any vocabulary? (laughs) You don't need to think about the language. You don't need to think about the tenses. The sentence, where will I put a full stop? Some of you, when you are speaking English, you construct the sentence in your language first. Then you translate it. It's a direct translation. You, you think about the, what you want to say in, yeah, in, in Tonga first, then say, okay, let me, then you translate. Yeah. So sometimes when they give you a microphone to pray, pray, you understand. That's when you notice that, oh, oh, Lord. Then you need to construct another one. Oh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Nobody understands why you are saying yes because you are saying the yes because you just finished the one translation. Then say, yeah, yeah, this will work. Yes. Lord. 
We are asking for your mercies. Yes. <laughs> you hey! And you are going to pray for three hours. Your way to finish. Your sentences, you don't have vocabulary. There are things that you don't even know the name. You don't even know the name. But when you are speaking in tongues, there is no mistake. There is, there, everything is ordained and, 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 and organized by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why even the most quiet people can pray in tongues for hours. Yeah. Have you been there that you pray a long time? Sometimes you watch the time you pray three hours. You pray, you pray, pray. When you watch it, it's like three hours. When you watch the time, it was just three minutes. You say, hey, what is happening? Then you want to, have you, have you been there? That you prayed and prayed. You were even tired of praying. Then when you watch it, you have just prayed for three minutes. That is one of the things that discourages prayer. Especially when you have prayed for a long time and when you watch the time and it's just five minutes. I say, ah, so when am I going to pray for an hour? This thing is not going to work. <laughs> then you just say, ah, all the prayer I have prayed, all the prayer I have prayed is only five minutes. No, 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 I can't continue. <laughs> but you see, but when you are speaking in tongues, oh, you can put on a music you can put on a preaching that you begin Oh! So nice, so beautiful. Pray for long hours. You don't, at a point, you see that you are charged up. At a point, you see that you are jumpy. You are. Oh, hey, hey, hey. My oh, oh, yo, oh. At a point, it as though there's a victory, a note of victory. You begin to scream, begin to shout. All in tanks, mando hey, maya shaka talababa, yamde hey, mayo hey, mandalababa, yamdo yamata yamde. Ah, sometimes, sometimes I'm sitting down and praying, mayamdele bebe, yalababa, yalababa. It get to a place I can't sit as ah, kando robo, mashanda yamde, hey, kando runde, hey, 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 mayamdalababeka. Mando Baba. Ah. So nice. 
compared to struggling. Baba uh, Nwele. Then you've forgotten the, what you want to say. Siabulela. Uh, you. Oh, Then you, you. The words are not coming. Then you've forgotten even what you want to say. Uh, yes. Yes. For helping me. Siabonga for helping me. Then all this kind of. But when you are speaking in tongues. Oh, he's too nice. Mayele Mato. Leandro Ronda Rababe. And get to a point, you begin to you begin to sing. I don't sing in the nature, but when I'm singing in tongues, it's nicer than all the people who, who, who sings. Ah, see that you make a melody and you are singing in tongues. Oh, Mahandaleba, Kimo, Liabatu, Kabaya, Kalebra. Oh, it is too nice. You can pray for hours and hours. It gets to a point, you know, you, you notice that you, you, you are not in charge. You notice that the thing is erupting, it's coming. You cannot. And you are charged, you can't sleep, you can't. You are just moving. That is what is going to happen. I said, that is what is going to happen. In the name of Jesus. When you speak in tongues, you become aware of the power of Christ. When you speak in tongues, you express your thanksgiving very well to God. And when you, anytime you speak in tongues, you become more aware of the power of Christ. Amen. Bible says, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come. So anytime you are speaking in tongues, you become more aware. And the last one, number 10, is that when you speak in tongues, you become more conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in you as you continue to communicate with God in tongues. Amen. How many have been praying and you felt that the prayer was in the, in the room? It's like... It doesn't even get to the ceiling. You are praying, ah, but why is the prayer circulating? Why? It should go. But it's like when you pray, you can see that ah, the prayer is still here. God, what is happening? <laughs> but anytime you are speaking in tongues, you see, that's why you, you cannot be sad. Even when things are not going well and you don't know what to do, all you need to do is to just lie on your back. And begin to speak in tongues. Within three to five minutes, you will see the, the brightness that will just enter. Your, your countenance will change. The presence of God just enters in. People who have no conscience. Look, that's why sometimes the devil will also really put a lot of impediments in your way so that you are not able to pray. Sometimes when you try to pray, they said that you, should, you need to lay the bed. You need to say, won't you clean the uh, plates? Yeah. So that your mind is engaging. You are not thinking about God. You are not concentrating. Are you here? Yeah. When you speak in tongues, oh, a lot of things happened. You speak, you speak the mind of God, the will of God. The power of God is released on your behalf. When you speak in tongues, you speak concerning your very life. You overcome everything that is in your path. 
If you are going to have an accident tomorrow, speaking in tongues, you are it. You will deliver yourself from every untold hardship that is on your way. You can pray for so many things that you don't even know what tomorrow brings. But anytime you rise up to speak in tongues, look, as a church, we are entering into a season of speaking in tongues. Amen. Yeah. Every day, we are going, every day, for everyone here, you are going to speak in tongues with, for three hours. Don't be worried, what am I praying for? We are, we are speaking in tongues. Makotele Baba. Kaya Shuka. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We give you glory. Oh, yes. For how you have loved us. To give us a heavenly language. That we can talk to you. Oh, yes. Directly. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We praise you. We give you all the adoration. We say, let your name be exalted in our lives, Lord. Thank you for the new season. A season of praying in tongues. A season of speaking in tongues. Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, I pray that we will continue from here. I pray that let this season of speaking in tongues be in our homes, be in our schools, in our offices, as we walk on the road, as we sit in taxis, as we enter the trains, as we go to the offices, as we lie down. Jesus, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.